The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Our show is all about the exciting world of real estate, and in particular, how it relates to the lucrative New York market. But if you're not planning a real estate transaction in New York, we still have plenty of information that you can use no matter where you are. Now, here's your host, Vince Rocco. Hey, good morning, everybody. Yay, we're on the air. Finally, season three, 111 episodes. That would be this morning. So good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the program. This is Good Morning New York. I'm your host, Vince Rocco. I'd like to welcome our listeners from the United States and around the world. As I just said, today we begin Season 3, and my team and I are happy to be back with you for another full year of shows. Today, though, we have a very special show. We are devoting the full hour to the 747 Club. We are going to learn what true connectors are and how to become one and how it will help you in your real estate business or any business for that matter. I was introduced to this club and to Chris a couple of months ago here on this program, and I can tell you that from my perspective, I feel that as though rather something has changed within me. We'll get to that later. Not sure exactly how to put it into words, but this man here, Chris, is a self-described connector. I just love that word, and it's my favorite <laughs> it's word true. of all time. It's totally true. But there is so much more to him. It is Chris himself that is special, magical, and from the first day I met him, I realized that he. Uh, this is someone that uh, you cannot easily forget. Niall, one of our panel members, is his co-curator in this venture, and he's a panelist on this program, as you know, and a very special person as well. There is something about this man that you don't easily forget. I'm very happy to know both of these guys, and we will all know much more about them and the 747 Club by the end of the show. But first, let's get to some real estate news items. After several weeks of sluggish luxury sales, the first week of August hit a two-year high. Last week, 43 contracts were signed for residential properties, priced at $4 million or more, the highest number inked in a single week since March of 2014. This according to Olshan Realty's latest marketing report. The sudden spike is mostly due to a flood of sales at William Macklow Company's condo project at 21 East 12th Street and related companies 70 Vestry Street. Together, the buildings accounted for 24 of the 43 contracts signed from August 1st through August 7th. The total asking price volume for all the contracts was $353.1 million. New York real estate isn't cheap, but a new study shows just how many city dwellers are saddled by the high cost of home ownership here. Nearly half of the New York City homeowners are paying 30% or more of their income on housing, according to a new study by New York University's Furman Center. More than 25% pay more than half of their income on housing. Soaring real estate prices have exacerbated the strain, according to the report, which noted that increased prices have basically made certain neighborhoods affordable for only the 1% of the buying public here in New York City. This is becoming a major problem here, and we will have more on that in upcoming shows. It's hot news that it's not hot news, rather, that the arrival of the High Line has spurred a real estate boom around that park, not to mention ever-rising prices. But StreetEasy crunched the numbers to examine the park's so-called halo effect, meaning how much the success of the elevated park increase affected prices in the surrounding area. 
It's part of a series examining different development and rezoning sites around the city and their impact on the surrounding real estate market. The High Line is one of the most dramatic examples of how a popular tourist destination has altered the landscape around it. In fact, Street Easy calls it completely unprecedented. The park's development coincided with former Mayor Bloomberg's creation of the West Chelsea Special District, which rezoned a neighborhood from a light industrial area to an area of mixed commercial and residential development. As Street Easy puts it, the success of the park space and the new developments go hand in hand. The buildings would not exist if it weren't for the changes in zoning, and the High Line would not be the same without the surrounding buildings. Uh, The time when New Yorkers can run, walk, bike, and play along nearly seven miles of traffic-free Manhattan streets has arrived. Summer streets, now christened uh, city summer streets, of course, is back for another three um, Saturdays beginning this weekend. Among the many free activities that will be happening are fitness classes, live performances, food tastings, and walking tours. And because it wouldn't be summer streets without a stunt-like attraction, there will be a zip line that stands 30 feet high and 165 feet long and the new 30-foot wide water slide. Wow, that's interesting. To accommodate the festivity-filled event, the entire stretch of Park Avenue from Chambers Street um, and Lafayette Street before it turns into park, all the way up to 72nd Street will be a car-free sanctuary. Additionally, there will be five uh, rest stops located uptown, midtown, at Astor Place in Soho, and at Foley Square, each with their own cool things to do scheduled throughout the duration of that day. Developers-related companies and Oxford Properties Group secured $1.2 billion loan to finance the construction of a 1,000-foot-tall mixed-use tower at Hudson Yards on the far west side of Manhattan. Related also raised an undisclosed equity investment from an unidentified entity for the 2 billion million square foot skyscraper at 35 Hudson Yards on the corner of West 33rd Street and 11th Avenue Children's Investment Fund is providing the debt. Um, And finally, when making the decision to purchase an apartment in New York City, the asking price is not the only factor to determine what you can afford. Many first-time buyers overlook an expense that can have a big impact on their overall cost of the home, their budget, namely the maintenance charges. These fees can be pricey. In New York, the average maintenance charge hovers around $1,500 a month. And remember, that needs to be paid in addition to any mortgage payment you may have. Known as common charges in condominiums, these fees are billed monthly to all owners in a co-op condo building uh, necessary to cover operating costs as determined by the building's board. Each uh, expenses such as maintenance of shared amenities like pool, gym, salaries for doorman, superintendent, and utility costs for common areas um, in the lo- like the lobbies and the hallways are covered by maintenance fees and common charges. Keep in mind, though, that more luxurious amenities usually correspond with heftier charges. Interesting, because as Niall and I know, we work with clients all the time, and people are stumped when you tell them that there are additional fees that need mm. to be paid uh, outside of your mortgage and, in some cases, taxes. So take heed. Good yes, morning, gentlemen. Very much so, Vince. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, my God. Feeling amazing. Feeling amazing. So I'm sitting here with Niall, and I'm sitting here with Niall Lundgren from Compass, and I'm sitting here with Chris Shembra from 747 Club. Chris, uh, his main passion is awakening consciousness in people and organizations through authenticity, empathy, vulnerability, and safety. He is founder and curator of the 747 Club, an organization that connects people, I love this, at the intersection of food and community. <laughs> love it. It's perfect. He recently celebrated a one, years, one year of dinners, and that is a very significant accomplishment. I was at that dinner, and I can be said that Chris is definitely on to something. 
Niall Lundgren, as I said, co-curator of the 747 Club. He joined Compass after serving as president of a boutique residential real estate firm based in the Flatiron District. Over the course of two years, Niall led the company from one agent to over 20 agents strong with over 200 closed deals. While acting as a president of his firm, he spearheaded the new development marketing of 50 apartments in the East Village at Compass. Niall extends his blue chip sales experience in both the luxury and investment sales marketing. Considered an expert in the New York City market, Niall has, as you know, is a weekly panelist here at Good Morning New York. His approach to business is tech forward and caters to both domestic and international clientele by offering analytical insight and sound guidance. So what am I doing here? <laughs> Get out of here, Vince. Come on, with those introductions, good God. We're humbled to be here with you. <laughs> no, not true. All right, so listen, we just recently, you guys just recently, and I had the privilege of um, sitting at this dinner about, what, three, four weeks ago, yep. uh, the, the, um, the one-year anniversary. 160 people served. Mm. I'm, I'm going to ask you to give the statistics, Chris, because uh, every time I look at the numbers, they seem to change, but all in, in, in a good way. Um, what, let's start with this. So what did that evening mean to you after all of these dinners over a period of a mm. year? What did that individual dinner mean for you? I mean, I, I take it as a huge success. Of course I was there, but what personally, what did you get out of that? I hadn't, haven't had a chance to ask you that. That night was single-handedly the most humbling and, uh, proudest moment of, my life, actually. Um, you know, it goes back to the story of, of uh, why we're here today. You know, it was July of 2015. I was at a, a low point in my life. I felt alone and unsure of what to do next. So I found myself fiddling with food in my kitchen. I accidentally invented a pasta sauce recipe. Which is excellent, by the way. Thank you. I figured... Once I had invented that sauce, the first thing I should probably do is feed it to my friends to see if it's good or not. So on July 15, 2015, one year ago, we put 15 people around my dinner table, complete strangers, and fed them the new invention. Not only did they like the sauce, but they loved meeting each other. And I fell in love with the joy of connecting people. So we did the dinner the next week, the same food. And the next week with the same food, and the next week with the same food. We haven't stopped since. As of that night, July 19th, 2016, we've had 55 dinners, fed 960 people. And somewhere along the lines, I realized that that process and the model we had invented cured me, cured the people at our dinner table. And now us as a community have created creative solutions and scalable models to cure people outside our community. So July 19th, to see 160 people come to celebrate Niall and I's devotion to serving our, our community, uh, it was an overwhelming moment. You know, we had 160 people sitting down to dinner and I couldn't even join them. You know, there's a, there's a video on Facebook that I made on the night of, but I stood in a corner and cried the entire night. Because in that year, with those 55 dinners, you know, that was the greatest goal I'd ever set for ourselves. We made a goal to feed 808 people for free inside our home in New York City in the course of a year so that for the rest of our life, we could say we made that single devotion to our community. So to see it come 
to fruition on July 19th and have the people show up. Yeah, that was it. That was the best moment of my life. It was interesting, and I met obviously several people there, but one person stuck out in my mind as I, well, we were going through cocktail hour, so I guess the first hour, and it was a very young gentleman who came up to a group of people that I was talking to, and he introduced himself. I don't remember his name. I apologize. And he, you apparently had met him on the train that morning. <laughs> Tim. 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 There you go. So, and, but, but explain <laughs> that, though, because this, this is what I believe you know, makes this whole effort you know, special because you had no idea who he is. Mm. You bump into him on the train as you were carrying all of yeah. your stuff to the, to the so, hall. So the, the, before I tell that story, the underlying theme of what Niall and I are best at in life and why we've created this safe space around the dinner table is that we pride ourselves in being able to take a room full of strangers and connect them with the bond as strong as family by the end of our night at the 747 Club. Exactly. That's what the world needs the most these days because we're all, I'll get to that in a sec, but that morning of July 19th, I, uh, <laughs> I woke up, I put all my pots and pans in my homeless grocery cart, <laughs> got on the subway at 72nd Street and Broadway, the two train, <laughs> beelining for my office, which was the venue for the, uh, the evening we work Penn Station, the best co-working space and community of professionals out there. It was beautiful. And so I got on the train, me, and I wish the, the listeners could see what I'm wearing. I, I'm a pretty casual guy. So I got on that train <laughs> with my pots and my pans. I hobble on, and there's this young, handsome kid standing there. All right. I'm going to have to hold it right there. We have to take a break, but you're going to tell that Perfect. story. Perfect. it when we come back. <laughs> you are listening to Good Morning New York on the Voice America Variety Channel. We will be right back with Chris and Niall. Don't go away. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join host Gary Ray as he shows what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. What voice guides your sexual needs and desires, yours or others? The Sexual Voice with host Jessica Ford is the show to lead you to a happier, healthier, and more fruitful sexual self. Let Jessica help you find your own unique voice to express sexual feelings, gain confidence, and to appreciate your own needs and desires. Listen live every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. There is a sexual voice inside of everyone. Come discover yours. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening. 
listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to vrocco at bluerealtygroup.com. That's vrocco at blurealtygroup.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, everybody. We are back with Chris Shembra and Niall Lundgren, and we're talking about the 747 Club, and we have a lot to get to today, but I just want to read you something before I ask Chris to finish his story. Again, we're talking about authenticity, empathy, vulnerability, safety. This is what this effort is about. And so it says on their website today, today we feel more disconnected than ever. Digital lives not meeting the needs of an uh, analog world. Mm-hmm, world. In an effort to build a more connected world, we have created a safe place for complete strangers to find the control of family. It's more than just a dinner. In this room full of strangers, you'll find authenticity, empathy, vulnerability, and safety. And I got to tell you something, Chris and Niall, that's exactly what I left (laughs) uh, thinking as I was going through the night. And, you know, just for the listening audience, you know, you arrive at these dinners and you don't really know anybody. You know, the Mm -hmm. the host and the the, the co-host. But you don't know anybody, and that's really the point. But by the end of the evening, between the Facebook connections and the LinkedIn's and the whatever's that you meet people, it's just, and everybody was just so wanting to be there and wanting yeah. to connect and wanting to share a little bit of their vulnerability. But anyway, before we go on into that stuff, because I can go on forever, finish that story Tim. about the young man that you met, Yeah, Tim. It, I, I hobbled onto the subway with my homeless grocery cart full of pots and pans on the way to the venue, and I stumble into this handsome young kid from the University of Virginia. He thinks I'm homeless. We start, when people, instead of when people ask me, what do, I, what do I do? I don't answer that. I look at them and say, how do you spend your time? And I asked that kid that, and we started having quite the dialogue on the meaning of life. And by the time... We're done with it. I'm popping out of the subway at 42nd Street, and I hand him a business card, and I say, stay in touch. This is a kid who probably thinks I'm homeless, let alone me popping out with a business card. So he emails me 30 minutes later. He said, my God, I had no clue who you were. What a pleasure meeting you on the subway. And I email back in the instant. I say, what are you doing for dinner tonight? I'm hosting my one-year anniversary 747 Club Dinner, would you like to come? So he emails me back and said, Chris, I'm an intern at a finance company. I don't think I'm going to be able to take off work. I think I'm going to have to pass on that. So I just move on with my day. I didn't even have time to answer that email, but he emails me back three hours later. He said, Chris, I'm going to regret for the rest of my life not taking you up on this offer. If that seat at the dinner is still open for me, I'd like to come attend your anniversary. I cleared it with my boss. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to run straight back to the office and work all night. I'd love to be there. Boom. He came in, loved it, went back to work, carried on with his life, had that special moment in time with us. Because what we're all about is creating that safe space for that moment. When I asked him why did you come, because he explained to me the same thing, he's an intern and he didn't have the time or whatever, he said exactly the same thing. He said, I think, and then he added, I think that if I didn't come, I'm going to regret this, and it's just something I felt in me all day long that I needed to come and experience, and I thought, wow. 
<laughs> okay. Now, since early on you took a more involved role, although Chris is 100% the face, the founder, and the creative, but you are leveraging your collective networks to build something incredible here. You were an early adopter of the uh, 747 Club as you were going through a tough time in your life, as you say, and Chris kept inviting you to the club, which you said was amazing and a great way to re-engage with others. Tell us about your experience before and then as you engaged actually in the club or the first dinner and with Chris, et cetera, because obviously remarkable things have happened since. Yeah. Chris and I, you know, have been uh, pretty good friends for a very long time. And we sat, sat on the board of uh, Save a Child's Heart, a, a charity that we uh, we both were, feel passionate about. And, you know, I was going through a little bit of a tough time in my life, as I think a lot of people do. And people in feel town, sure. vulnerable and, you know, they don't have people to reach out to always. And Chris was somebody who reached out to me and said, hey, why don't you just come to one of, one of my dinners that I'm throwing? And I was like, yeah, you're my buddy. I'll come to one of your dinners. I, I know your apartment. It's, you know, 250 square feet. So <laughs> I'm sure this will be fun. 16 and people 16 around people a dinner, dinner? table. Okay. Yeah, all right, let's do it. We'll do it. <laughs> so I came and the first, the first experience for me was, you know, transformative. I... I just felt connected with everybody at the table immediately. I felt connected with Chris. Um, Chris has a little bit of a twinkle in his eye if you haven't met him. Uh, <laughs> yes, he does. And you know that night I, I saw you know uh, a wild twinkle in his eye. I was like, this guy's kind of nuts, but this is amazing. And uh, <laughs> you know he's like, why don't you come back the next week? And I was like, yeah, all right, cool. You know, and I came back and you know I started to 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 come on a regular basis. And for me, um, I'd say like. Probably five dinners in, I you know started to go through a tough point in my life where I was uncertain about a number of different things, relationships, uh, different things with my family or career or, or whatever it is. And everybody experiences these things. And you know, Chris and I had a heart to heart. And Chris is an amazing person. If you get to talk to him, you know, on a one on one basis, and I'm I'm grateful and blessed to have him in my life because he gave me a lot of you know great advice, not telling me what to do, but from experience, and I was able to identify with him. Um, Very hard to find these people in our in our lives sometimes. It's, anywhere, it's anywhere. it's really hard. It's really hard. And when you meet the people, you know, and I'm somebody that people generally come to and ask me for things. And mm -hmm. when I I don't know where to go a lot of the times when I have problems or issues, it's tough. Yeah. And Chris was there, and he said, you know, let's 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 come back again. And you know, from that point on, I was like, there's something here. I think there's something that that we could really do here to not only connect people in a safe, safe place, but also grow into something much bigger and greater than, than just this one little, you know, apartment and dinner table. And the whole experience from, you know, 630 when cocktails begin to eight o'clock when dinner happens. And then at 747 when something um, special happens, something <laughs> special happens. And I think, you know, you could check out the website to, yeah. to know exactly what happens, but, or, you know, uh, reach out to us and, you know, we'd love to, you know, have you to a supper club, but it was just an amazing experience. And I, and I saw the vision in his eyes and sometimes you have to believe in, uh, in what you see and what you feel in your heart. And I felt it in my heart where Chris was going with it. And I knew that, you know, with his network, and I think the beautiful thing with me and us in real estate too, when you're in real estate, you are forced to connect people. I started real estate in New York City when I was 21 years old. I had very little to offer. I didn't have any money. I didn't have any knowledge. I didn't have any experience. But one thing I did know is that I was meeting a ton of people and I would always connect them. 
I would always write a Nile intro at the, as the headline and I, you know, Sam plus John. And then I would say, Hey Sam, I think you need to meet John. And I always had a, a lot of that. Va- that's where I found my value with people. It was, yeah, I could help you find a place to live or I could sell your apartment, but how do I connect people? Mm-hmm. And that was what I did early on in my career. And now I have an insane database of connections. And not, I mean, I've, I've seen, I've introduced people that have gotten married you know, I've been, I've been connecting for a while and I pride myself on that. So when I saw Chris and what he was doing and how it all kind of started to blend together, I was like, this is pretty much a perfect storm. A perfect storm, you know, and, <laughs> and I was teasing Chris the last time he was here because, you know, until I met Chris, my word was networking and I was always networking. <laughs> and I would network with people and do this and do that. And he ah, corrected me and, and changed the term to connector. So, you know, just to ask you about Niall's experience, you know, from the beginning, as he just explained mm-hmm. it, what did you see, how did you see him evolve through these connections mm-hmm. and through these dinners and through your involvement with, as a friend, you know, getting him to participate more? Mm-hmm. What did you see, how did you see that, you know, transpire? So a comment on three things. One is his story. Two is a leadership structure, and three is a business structure. In Niall's specific story, I I just, I saw him wake up again. And Interesting. There, there's, a, there's a difference between, you know, how we walk on the outside and how we feel on the inside. Both Niall and I and you, in every chapter of our life, we've been the rock of of outwardly facing confidence, strength, and boy, you can come to us and we're going to be able to rock it. Mm-hmm. We've been there for people. Mm-hmm. But we've Very not so. always been there for ourselves. Bingo. And Bingo. whether it's meditation or whether it's the fact that now I can confidently say that you, me, and Niall are three individuals who stand on our own two feet and are proud of the platforms that we and the safe spaces that we create for people to come to us, whether it's real estate or being a super connector, the fact is we have a tendency to lean outwardly to others, to offer our help and Mm -hmm. lean off balance. And if you're not careful, you're like a stick of butter and you melt and you diversify your energies. You have to be a rock and you have to first take care of yourself before you can take care of others. And I watched Niall single-handedly take his life and change the receptors from giving, giving, giving to diversified and horizontally spread to bringing that energy back to himself and being the rock that he's always been. And, and he has the twinkle in his eye again. He never lost it, but boy, is it stronger than ever. The second thing I'll comment on is the second follower is the true leader. Okay. Now, our buddy Dave Lindsay, who's one of our greatest mentors and best friends, is there's a, a cute little YouTube video of the second follower is the true leader, where the first person plows plows the road. Take a middle school dance, for instance. I'm the I'm the ding dong who goes off when nobody's dancing, and I start dancing like a wild child. <laughs> Niall, the second follower, is the true leader. He's the guy who says, "I'm going to go join him." Mm-hmm. When he joins me, a million people follow. Mm-hmm. That is the truth, and that's what we see every night at the 747 Club. I saw that at the anniversary, I'm, very right? much so. Mm-hmm. I'm the 
I'm the guy, let's say the staff member, so to say, the minute Niall says, hey, what if we all meditated? Boy, now you got 16 of the most friendliest, fun folks in Manhattan sitting around a table meditating. But that's because Crazy. he, because it's a member-led initiative. He's, he's one of the attendees. You know, I'm Absolutely. the staff. So the third thing is uh, the starfish and the spider. Again, another Dave Lindsay fam famous reference. But the starfish is all about the power of a leaderless organization. You know, a, a spider organization is a top-down hierarchy. But that's not how we, the three of us around this table, live our lives. Or it's not how a real estate broker lives his life. We're a catalyst. Brokers aren't CEOs. Brokers are catalysts. They're starfish Absolutely. within an organization, right? Absolutely. So... What we're doing with the 747 Club that directly relates to real estate is we're creating an inclusive, collaborative community of connectors where anybody can play. We value, oh, sorry. Let's leave it at that. We'll come okay. back and pick up on that point. This is Good Morning New York on Voice America. Don't go away. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to vrocco at bluerealtygroup.com. That's vrocco at blurealtygroup.com. Now, back to the show. All right, everybody. We are back with Chris Shembra, the founder of the 747 Club, and Niall Lundgren uh, from Compass, also a co-curator of the 747 Club. Chris, I was reading some of the testimonials on your website, and I wanted your um, your thoughts on this. Help me understand the journey of this particular person. So the person said, 
I feel the most authentic version of myself, something not many people experience ever. It's a feeling I can't even really describe, but you meet complete strangers, as we talked about before, and realize you suffer the same things or know someone who has, and you're able to listen and feel like you are being listened to without judgment. Wow. It's Mm -hmm. like a good high that you don't want to come down from. I read that Uh. yesterday, and I kept reading it over again and reading it over again, and I could relate that to, you know, the one experience that I had recently, but how does that make you feel as the uh, as the leader of this incredible club? I am more emotional right now in in ways that you you don't know. Um, because authenticity is not easy. My girlfriend said that. Molly Sovereign. And the funny thing about this episode, 111, she's one of 11 in her family. Wow. And uh, without getting too much into her story, she moved to New York from Michigan, um, living with her sister in Long Island, wonderful gal, happy late birthday, Mary-Kate. Um, Molly came in, met us three weeks into moving to New York City, big city, big world, not knowing many people in the city. Same story as Niall. She met us on her third week in Manhattan. Boy, did she get plugged into a community. <laughs> she, I'll say. She came in with, you know, she's grown up faster. She's only 21. She's grown up faster than anybody I've ever met in the history of the world. She comes from, she has nine brothers and sisters, or she's one of nine and 11 in her family. And uh, she grew up quick. She has a few miracles in her family and her surrounding community. And she she saw a lot of things growing up and it it made her one of the wisest people I've ever met. And she came into the 747 Club, her first dinner, sat down as, again, I met her at the Standard Hotel through my cousin Nicole and said, hey, why don't you come to 747 Club dinner? You're new to the city. You can meet some people. Well, she came in, met those people, and realized they had experienced some of the same things she had experienced. She's not alone. She's not alone. And she kept on coming back, and she hasn't missed a dinner since. She's been there with me. She's been there with Niall. And uh, she's been my rock. I have to tell you, when I was uh, when I attended the dinner, the one year anniversary, it, it it almost like it was almost like rather people were proud to tell me or anybody else, you know, who they hadn't met before, because you know I might not have been at their first dinner or their second dinner, or whatever. But it's almost like they were proud to to tell their story mm-hmm. of their experience of their first dinner, or in some cases, two or three dinners, whatever. And I can tell by just people's you know expressions or just how people were explaining you know uh, what they got out of it that it really touched them or or you know got them deep down to the mm-hmm. point where they knew that something was really you know unusual. But I say that in a, in a good way, very different and very spiritual. But I think the connections that they feel or felt with the people that they were talking to their first experience or second and then the night of the anniversary party telling everybody about it, it was it was like an extraordinary thing. Well, and I'd love to hear from Niall directly on that because he's a he's a prime example of the number or the number one best way that we organically grew mm. over the course of the year, which is the rule that the first time you come, you come alone. 
The second time you come, you bring a friend. And after that, you're eligible to nominate someone to attend without you being there. Right. So Niall, what's, if you could give voice to one of the people you either brought or you nominated for a dinner, what were their reactions in this direct Wow. Uh, so I've brought, you know, a number of people. I'd probably say, let's just say one person is Rayshon Banks. Mm. So he's a really close friend of mine. He um, runs the food program at uh, LinkedIn. And, you know, he's been traveling a lot. His wife works in private equity. They live in London. He's all over the world. He's on Skype, you know, holding meetings and literally the hardest person probably in the world right now and out of my network to track down. <laughs> and I knew he was in town for the, for the supper club. And this is to the extent that I went to reach out to him, send him an email like a couple of weeks in advance, no response, uh, sent him a text message, no response, called him, no response, left him a voicemail, called his wife, no response, <laughs> sent him a, an email to his work email, no response, uh, his personal email, no response. And I just kept at it. For I'd say about a month. And then he finally, the day before, was like, if you're this adamant <laughs> about it, I have to come. I'm like, Ray, I don't think you understand. This is, this is what, I, what we've all been talking about, and it's happening now, and I want you to be here, and it would mean the world to me. And he showed up, and he had probably one of the most amazing experiences. Not only was he going through um, a personal situation with a real estate problem because he was in London and in the city, long story short, he was going through a major crisis in his life and he came and he said it was the most amazing experience he's ever had. And that alone is, I've known him you know, for eight or nine years. He's one of my, my dearest, dearest friends. He connected with some of, the, some of the best people. Chris sits on the national board of Easter Seals, uh, the president's CEO, Jim Williams. He sat right next to Jim. They hit it off immediately. And Rayshon came up to me afterwards, and this is probably one of the best things. I don't even know if I told Chris, but best things anyone has ever said to me. He, he gave me a hug and he said, you know, I, I don't have many regrets in my life, but there's one regret I have and, it, and it's with regarding you. I said, what is that? He said, when I got married, I chose a bunch of groomsmen hmm. and they were there and that was great because they were there for me in early parts of my life. I have one regret I would have chose you to be my groomsmen. Isn't that something? Because you've always been there and you're the present day guy in my life. And all of those people don't really talk to me as much as they should. And you, no matter what, still come back and you try and reach out to me and you want to include me in something that you're doing. That's the greatest gift. And I'm super sorry, man. And I said, I can't believe that. That's the, that's the most dearest thing Absolutely. that anyone has ever said So to would me. you say that that has awakened his inner consciousness and, and gave him, made him think about some of the things that he should have thought about way back how, when. How many, how many just times? Just by going through this. I've known you for a long time. How many times do people come up to a friend and hug them and say that? Mm. Do, is, just, do people say, oh, I chose the wrong groomsman? Oh, no, they the, don't. It's the most important well, thing of their life. Ray, Ray Sean is actually part of that big, the, the crying video that I made of me crying in a corner. Niall comes up to me. While I'm, you know, crying, videoing myself, he said, "Bro, what's up? What's up?" I was like, "No, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. They're, they're tears it's of love. Good. They're tears." Of, 
And then there's a screenshot of him him being like, no, 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 it's, it's cool, man. I get it. I got you, bro. And Rayshon's <laughs> right in this screenshot as well. And we're all just crying together. I mean, what better way can you heal the world than three grown and successful men crying together? That's it. That's incredible. That's it. That's incredible. It's, you know, it's incredible. But this is what I'm saying. The inner consciousness and, and, and the, the freedom to be able to express that because of certain situations. You know, also reading from your website, um, Chris, I, I, you know, I, I found this interesting too. It says, you know, your dinners are done by keeping everything simple, homemade, which I've experienced, served on paper towels, and the menu is always consistent. It's always pasta and the pasta sauce that you created, glass of wine or two or three, and, and everything else that follows. Why do you think the consistency in the meal, you know, attributes to the success of the the formula? I, I call it the overall formula. I'd say that we're here to keep it simple, stupid. When you take the thinking out of it mm-hmm. and you keep everything consistent, you can lead with your heart. Absolutely. That's it. Now, Niall and I were talking about this last night that I'll share part of my vulnerable story, I went to rehab for a long time. And the funny thing about what we're doing now that relates to that period in my life is the intimacy and the safety and the connectivity of the room. You know, we're here to share secrets, but what happens here stays here. And when you can strip the ego away, and he's, I mean, you literally look at the people and say, you're not coming for something fancy. Yeah. You're, you're bringing your own darn bottle of wine and you're <laughs> eating my homemade pasta sauce. And you're probably going to be part of the team that makes the peanut butter that's drizzled <laughs> over the homemade ice cream at the end. So Which was delicious. check your ego at the door. Come be safe. You're in good company. And, uh, and we're going to do it together. So I, I think that's, look, everybody loves something that's disruptive. Yeah. And I think it's, it's pretty trendy to go out and host dinner parties with crafted cocktails and fancy five-star Michelin chefs. Oh, I'm all for that. Oh, those are lovely. But that's but not us. A, but there's a place for it, look, and that's not what, what you are bringing to what the table. We, what we did, what Niall and I did, was we, we actually studied the business models of all the social clubs out there. Look, when, when we got back from California, we meditated for two months together. And and with Charlie Munn, well, our, oh, our best bud. Love Charlie. And shout out to you, buddy. Shout out to you, Charlie. We love you. Best actor in the world. And, you know, we came back from California after making a big splash, and we inherited this name called the 740, 747 Club, which was come up by Andrew Brennan. And so we studied... Niall and I, the business models of social clubs. And we realized that it was so trendy and so many people were focused in on the exclusive membership model of selling their membership, doing their this, doing their that, that they forgot about the actual visceral experience they provided at the center, the core of that club. So knowing that we like to do polar opposite things of what everybody else is doing, Mm -hmm. we flip that model on its head. We focus on the experience provide. That's our 16-person model, our platform. Now we serve that to different communities and networks and organizations around the world. Matt Gatto, my friend in finance, came in and said, dude, you you just created a derivative play in a macro trend. Specifically, there's 84 different types of derivatives in the financial sector. We created a synthetic derivative. We built the product. Now we're building the model, uh, building the market, and we're going to ton it. 
We're going to have fun. That's called a, a synthetic derivative. <laughs> and we'll hold it right there. We're going to break. We'll be back with Chris and Niall right after this. Don't go away. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying. But when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune into Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increased margins. Listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to vrocco at bluerealtygroup.com. That's vrocco at blurealtygroup.com. Now, back to the show. All right, everybody. We are back with Chris and Niall. We're talking about the 747 Club. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, though, you plan to work, from what I, I understand, you plan to work with Fortune 50 and Fortune 100 companies in a number of different capacities. Wh- how? Explain that to me. Um, you know, besides, so our big vision is that strangers can feel like family. Teams can get stronger prospects can tap into what you care about the most more easily through our dinners. And we have a couple different touch points on ways that we'd like to involve people in our community. Um, One of them is through the corporate model. You know, we believe in either doing internal team building events, external marketing events, or prospecting lead generation events. Because what happens at the 747 club is you focus on the experience you focus on the people you're connecting with, and then on the back end, whatever product or brand is inserted on the back end, mm-hmm. you've built the social capital. We've had brokers close very large deals. We've had jobs placed, internships given, relationships done, marriages done in Niall's case. But but it's the underlying theme that you're not you're not 
making a dinner to give a pitch. You're making a dinner to connect people that care about your product and brand. See, I, I believe in a whole overhaul in the corporate ecosystem, the ethos that we have to break down the barriers between employee and employer and employee and consumer. See, when you empower those who are in your ecosystem, especially those who are closest to the idea or the product in a low level or in a low management position, when you empower them to have a voice, to be a leader within the ecosystem, that ultimately drives engagement and drives product sales so and no, higher revenue. So no ego, because I think I no read ego. something about ego, e- ego versus ego. Baby. ego. Ecosystem yeah. over it. ecosystem. Correct. Over so, ecosystem. so in our community, you know, the fact is in a year we fed 960 people for free. Amazing. Right? Those people are our people. They're not our consumers. That's uh, Those are our foot soldiers in our army, and together we do this. There's three ways of getting involved. <clears throat> Either, and go to 747club.org and put into the newsletter your email and name, or email chris at 747club.org, but it's threefold. It's my, they, schools, corporations. The If people uh, would like to be involved in one of our existing events, great. You can go and find out what's coming up. Or if people would like to bring this concept to their network, they can host a 16-person dinner using Niall and I as the facilitator, or they can co-host a 16-person dinner with one of their friends with Niall or I as the facilitator. Or if they have a school or an organization or a corporation that they think would benefit from our model, make an email introduction, and you can either do that as a friend or as a... uh, as a sales sales associate mm-hmm. and uh, make some money in the process because it's the kids you know that I care about that we care about the most i model our school model after my good buddy ross zabo ross when he was 16 he was diagnosed with bipolar when he's 17 he tried to unfortunately he was hospitalized for trying to do something about it So then he started speaking around the country on the topic of mental health awareness. In the period of eight years, he spoke to a million kids. Wonderful. Inclusive collaboration with the kids. His model is he goes in and does a keynote, and then he does a breakout session with his curriculum. That's Niall and I's story. That's our model. Mm -hmm. We'd love to go in and talk to hundreds of kids at a time. We have the story. We've been there, done that. Now it's time to give it back with our voice. And then afterwards at night, if they'd like to have a supper club, we'd love to connect leaders on the individual campuses around the dinner table and empower them to start local youth chapters and have them experience the joy and power of being a catalyst and a connector of a community. If we can empower the kids to start college chapters and do 10 dinners in a school year, they're feeding 160 people. Wow. Mm -hmm. We can empower them financially, and through leadership. See, most people overestimate what they can do in a day. They underestimate what they can do in a year. And if you're a corporation and you want to host a 16-person dinner for your team or even a 250-person event, Mm -hmm. which is five dinners plus a live event, that's what you went to, Vince, on July 19th. That was a culmination of 160 people that have come to dinners in the course of a year. Absolutely. 
That's the alumni feeling. That's the community feeling. And corporations that we're really having a good success with it. So we welcome it. You know, when you were talking, I wrote down the word give back, and then you mentioned give back then. And Niall's heard me talk about this on the program many times. I believe strongly in giving back, whether it's something small, whether it's something big, depending on where you are in your life. Do you really think every day, Do you, both of you, do you wake up every day thinking that most of what you do with regard to 747 Club uh, is giving back on some level or on a very big level? I mean, because it's very busy. It takes a lot of your time. You're connecting with lots of people, and you know it's still hectic. But do you get a sense of give back every time you wake up in the mm. morning and you think about your efforts at 747 Club? Well, one thing to say, too, is you have to understand – this the magnitude of not only the amount of people that have came to the 747 Club, but the people that are swarming around the 747 Club who haven't come yet, and then mm-hmm. all of the, you know, situations that have arisen because of it, mm-hmm. whether it's jobs or career changes or whatever. And that said, it's it's an it's an incredible, incredible experience to be a part of to see it grow. And to see that the people want to jump on board and, and be a part of it. And when that that wave kind of starts taking off, it's it's taxing for like a Chris or a me. You know, we have so many Chris is has an email inbox that right now, I'm sure in the last hour, is now two hundred long. It's taxing. Chris dedicates his life to reaching out and touching every single person on a personal basis and you know, we're in it. We're in real estate. We know how tough it is. That is one of the most difficult things to remember, to keep up, to talk to these people. And 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 although it's taxing, Chris wakes up and he says, I'm going to give and I'm going to share. And I say that same thing too. I say, you know what? My goal here isn't to always be at the center of the circle. Like that's the spider model. We're all at the center of the circle. But can we all collectively share and help mm-hmm. each other? You know, I like to say rising tides lift all boats. And Mm. I've said that a number of times with Chris, and I'm sure Mm. I've said it on the show. And when everybody in our network, our guys, our people come together in a safe place, the innovation that sparked out of it is incredible. And we're just simply facilitating it. We're putting it together. And it's an amazing thing when people email us and they're like, hey, this just happened. You know, or they call us up and they say, I just quit my job. And we're like, oh my God, really? <laughs> but it's, but how many times does it happen, Chris? How eight, many times? Eight, 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 nine, and 10. Nine, 10 people quitting their jobs after attending <laughs> one event. Listen, I can tell you, you know, you say you're facilitating this and facil- facilitating that. Yes, I agree with that. However, knowing both of you, you especially now for, for a longer period of time, there's something, and I said this at the top of the show in the introductions, there's something magical and there's something special. And there's something about both of you that people want to follow, that people want to kind of attach to, hmm. and people just want to be around. Listen, life in general is not so easy. Mm. Life in New York City is not so easy for a whole host of reasons. But, you know, we have special people that walk this earth sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they rise above the rest and they do things like you guys are doing. I was, I met Niall oh, a couple of years ago when we first started the show and I knew instantly that there was something about him that was really pretty wonderful. And I still feel the same way. I love this guy. You, very recently, a couple of months ago for the first time, <laughs> and I said the same thing. I say these things because when people, strange people, go to these dinners and I talked to many of them that night when we had the anniversary on July 19th, they were, it's kind of like mesmerized. 
mm. you know, uh, thrilled at the experience that they had, thrilled to be back again for another session, thrilled to listen to you speak. I watch people react to Niall. I mean, you know, you're on to something. Mm-hmm. And of course, always we run out of time. But just last thoughts, Chris, from you. We have about 30 seconds left. Give me just 30 seconds worth of last thoughts. Last thoughts. What do we What do we want to do next week that you didn't do last week? I want people to come out of this to not think that they have to go do something massive as a response to this, right? right? Dave Lindsay's wife, Jessica, has an email signature that says, you can't change the whole world, but you can change one person's whole world. Guys, mm, keep it simple at a time. and just do it. Just do something small. And on that note, that is Good Morning New York for this week. Thank you for joining us. Chris and Niall, you're the best. Come back again. You can catch the show anytime on podcast or on our website, voiceamerica.com or vincerocco.com. And for all of us at Voice America all around the world, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in this week. Please join us for another edition of Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Here's hoping all of your transactions are successful ones. 